I have told you this so that my joy may be in you, and your joy might be complete. This is my commandment. Love one another as I love you. No one has greater love than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. This passage from John 15, of course, is is so beautiful as it tells us about joy and about love and about friendship. As Jesus talks about joy, he says, you know, we want to have my joy in you and your joy might be complete. And how is someone going to be joyful? Well, as you know, there's an acronym for joy, and it's Jesus, others, yourself. That's how we must live our life, putting Jesus first and then others, and then ourself. When we do this, to to love one another as Jesus loves us, we know that this is the greatest type of love that we can have. We call this, of course, this agape type of love, this total self-gift. And a true friend, as Jesus says, will lay down his life for his friend. No one has greater love than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. And of course, we see that with Jesus. He lays down his life. He freely gives his life for us. But he wants us to do the same as well, to lay it down, to be selfless, and to give freely of ourselves to God and to others. You know, I think there's a great example of this Of course, Jesus is the greatest example, but a great example and a saint who also is a great great saint to talk about as we celebrate Mother's Day as well. And that saint did lay down her life uh, for her child. And that saint, as you may have heard of her before, is Saint Gianna Beretta Mola, who is the patron saint of physicians, of mothers in difficult pregnancies, and a couple other patrons as well. But St. Gianna was born in Italy in 1922. She was the 10th of 13 children. God bless her parents, right? And her family was very holy. Actually, her brother became a missionary priest in Brazil, and he's now a servant of God, so hopefully on his way to being beatified and canonized as a saint as well. But at a young age, Gianna fell in love uh, with the Lord. She grew up uh, viewing uh, God's beautiful gift, view, viewing life as God's beautiful gift, and found the greatest necessity of her life was prayer and being with the Lord. Gianna was very intelligent. And so in 1942, uh, she entered uh, a university in Milan and began her study in medicine. Remember, this is 1942, World War II, right? Still going on a little bit there as well as she is a female who is entering into the field of medicine. But she was diligent and hardworking student, both at the university and also in her faith. And she started to take her faith even more seriously at this time as well. She eventually received her degree in both medicine and surgery, uh, and in 1950 opened up a medical office in Mazaro near her hometown of Magentina. In 1952, Gianna uh, specialized, went back to school and specialized in pediatrics at the University of Milan. And from then, from then there on, uh, she was especially drawn toward mothers 
towards babies and towards the elderly. At that time, Gianna started contemplating, what does the Lord have in store for her? At this time, she was already 30 years old. Remember, 1952, 30 years old and, and not married would kind of be unheard of. Because of the war and everything else, this was a little more common uh, back then. And so she started to pray about it, and she thought the Lord was calling her to go become a missionary with her brother in Brazil and to provide medical care to the indigenous people uh, of Brazil. But the Lord revealed to her that this is not what he was calling her towards. The Lord was calling her towards marriage. And with this as well, also saying, you know, you're in a little ill health and it probably won't be the best idea to go to Brazil. And so once Gianna figured this out, her heart was set maybe on becoming a missionary, but once the Lord revealed to her marriage, she set her heart towards marriage. And she embraced this gift of marriage and considered this to be a gift from God. And so she said, the whole thing about marriage is I'm going to dedicate myself to forming a truly Christian family. And of course, this is what she set out to do. But first, she needed to find a spouse, which is always a good idea. And so in December 1954, Gianna met Pietro Mola, an engineer who worked in her office. They were officially engaged the following April and married in September 1955, making Gianna a happy wife. A couple days before her marriage, Gianna wrote to Pietro and said, love is the most beautiful sentiment that the Lord has put into the soul of men and women. I want to read that again. Love, as we heard about in the gospel today, right, is the most beautiful sentiment that the Lord has put into the soul of men and women. Just think about that right there, that we have the ability to love, to experience love. And it truly is a gift from the Lord, a gift that is called to be shared. In November of 1956, Gianna became a mother to her first child, Piegoli, then their second child, Maria Zita, in December 1957, and their third child, Laura, in July 1959. After their third child, Gianna had a couple pregnancies, but unfortunately, uh, she suffered a miscarriage. She became pregnant again uh, in 1961 uh, with, with their fourth child that was going to come uh, to, to full term. But toward the end of her uh, second month of pregnancy, Gianna was struck with an unimaginable pain. Her doctors discovered that she had developed a fibrimo, essentially a, uter a, a, a tumor in her uterus, meaning she was carrying both a baby and a tumor. Gianna knew what this meant. She was still practicing uh, her, 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 her medical field. She was still a doctor. She was a doctor, she was, but first off, she was a, a daughter of God, and then a wife, then a mother, and then a doctor. But she was very knowledgeable of what this meant, that she was carrying a baby in her womb as well as a tumor. And so she had three options, and the doctors presented three options to her. The first option, which uh, she rejected immediately, was an abortion. This would save, this would save Gianna's life, but it would kill her unborn child. And this, of course, is what the church teaches as well. You cannot have an abortion and a direct result of losing 
uh, the child. The second option was a hysterectomy. Of course, with a hysterectomy, more than likely the child would die, but it would save Gianna's life. But because a hysterectomy, a removing of the uterus, was not a direct, you know, not killing the child, but it probably would happen, it was still morally permissible, but Gianna rejected that one as well. So uh, the third option is removal of only the fibroma with the potential of further complications, which could save uh, the life of the baby. Once again, Gianna knew what she was undertaking. She knew the options. She knew what the results could possibly be. And so she chose the third option, which was removal of only uh, the fibroma. In fact, what this meant was she was willing to give up of her own life to save the life of her child. Before the surgery to remove the fibroma, Gianna pleaded with the surgeons to save the child's life over her own. She sought comfort in prayers and in living her faith. They performed the surgery. The child's life was saved, for which Gianna graciously thanked the Lord. And after the operation, though, Complications continued throughout Gianna's pregnancy. But Gianna spent the rest of her pregnancy with an unprayable strength and insistent dedication for her task as a mother and a doctor. She was still out there seeing other patients. She was still taking care of her three children. She was still spending time with Pietro, her husband, and she was most importantly spending time with the Lord. A few days before the baby was to be born, Gianna prayed that the Lord take away any pain from the child. She recognized she may be losing her life during delivery, but she was ready. Gianna was quite clear about her wishes, expressing to her family and telling Pietro, if you must decide between me and the child, do not hesitate. Choose the child. Insist on it. Save the baby. On April 21st, 1962, Gianna delivered a baby girl. And they named her Gianna Emanuela Mola, successfully delivered by C-section. Doctors immediately after the C-section tried many different treatments and procedures to ensure both lives would be saved. The child's life was saved, but due to complications during the pregnancy and during the C-section, Gianna fell sick and a week later passed away. Immediately when Gianna died, the whole town recognized her as a saint. The priest himself said, we're going to bury Gianna in the crypt of the altar, which is reserved for a priest, so that we can raise her up as an example of someone who selflessly gave, not just by giving up her life for her child, but how she selflessly gave every single day as well, as a doctor, as a mother, as a wife, and as a daughter of God. In 1994, Gianna was beatified by Pope John Paul II 
and in 2004 was canonized a saint. Her husband and their children, including Gianna Emmanuel, who, by the way, became a doctor, attended her canonization ceremony, making this the first time a husband had witnessed his wife's canonization. No one has greater love than this, to lay down one life for one's friends. And of course, St. Gianna Mola did this. She laid down her life. But once again, it wasn't just that one time. It was throughout all of her life. This is what we are called to do as well. More than likely, we're never going to be in a situation like St. Gianna was. We are called to act selflessly all the time, to give selflessly to those in need. As we celebrate Mother's Day today, of course, we think, how does a mother act selflessly? Well, it's carrying a child for nine months. It's changing diapers. It's cleaning up messes. It's disciplining out of love. It's enduring those teenage years. It's picking up the phone as your own daughter or son calls as they struggle to be a parent. It's being a grandparent. It's giving selflessly, saying, I must put others first. And when I do this, I'm going to have joy. So I'm going to put Jesus first, then others, and then myself. And so today, we ask for St. Giannimola's intercession for all of us, but most especially for mothers, that they may continue to selflessly give and know that the Lord is always near to provide for them. St. Giannimola, 